Hello my friends, this is Nikki. Welcome to episode 47 of Learning About the Lord. We are with Jesus, who is with Elias, Levi, and Joseph, three of his shepherd disciples, and they are on their way to find the shepherd Isaac, who has uh, suffered greatly, uh, has been in very poor health, lives in dire poverty, and has uh, been paralyzed and lives in a small room lying on his bed. But Jesus has not forgotten him. He loves him and he wants to go and find him. And so they are walking towards where Isaac lives. And Eli says to Jesus, and by the way, we are reading from Maria Valtorta, Volume 1. Eli says to Jesus, you told me that you want to inform Isaac that you are here, but you do not want to go into the village. Yes, that is what I want, says Jesus. And Eli says, Well, we had better part, and I will go to him. Elias goes resolutely to the point where the square ends. At the corner there is a little house, or rather a room, with the door wide open, Almost on the threshold there is a little bed on which an emaciated sick man is lying, asking all passers-by for alms in a plaintive voice. Elias dashes in. Isaac, it's me. You, says Isaac. I was not expecting you. You were here last month. Isaac, Isaac, says Elias. Do you know why I have come? No, I don't, says Isaac, you are excited. What is happening? I have seen Jesus of Nazareth, says Elias. He is a man now, a rabbi. He came looking for me, and he wants to see us. Oh, Isaac, are you not well? Isaac, in fact, has fallen back as if he were dying. But he comes around. No, he says. The news. Where is he? What is he like? Oh, if I could see him. And Elias says, He is down in the valley. He sent me to say to you exactly this. Come, Isaac, because I want to see you and bless you. I'll call someone now to help me, and I'll take you down, says Elias. Is that what he said? says Isaac. Yes, it is. But what are you doing? says Elias. I am going, says Isaac. Isaac throws away the blankets. He moves his paralyzed legs. He throws them off the straw mattress. He puts his feet on the floor. He stands up, still somewhat hesitating and shaking. It all happened in an instant under Elias's wide-open eyes, who at last understands and begins to shout. Let us go, says Isaac. Quick, Elias. They run through a little door of a kitchen garden in the back. They run along a narrow, dirty path, then down a little road along kitchen gardens, and finally through meadows and thickets, right down to the torrent of the river. There is Jesus over there, says Elias, pointing at him, the tall, handsome one with fair hair, with a white tunic and red mantle. Isaac runs, he cuts through the grazing sheep, and with a cry of triumphant joy and adoration, he prostrates himself at Jesus' feet. 
Stand up, Isaac, says the Lord. I have come to bring you peace and blessings. Stand up that I may see your face. But Isaac cannot stand up. Too much excitement at the one time and he remains prostrated with his face on the ground, crying happily. You came at once, says Jesus. You did not worry whether you could. And Isaac replies, You told me to come, and I came. Are you happy, Isaac? asks the Lord. Oh, my Lord! Call me master, says Jesus. Yes, my Lord, my master. Even if you had not cured me, I would have been happy to see you. How could I find so much grace with you? And Jesus says, Because of your faith and patience, Isaac, I know how much you suffered. Nothing, nothing, says Isaac. It does not matter. I have found you. You are alive. You are here. That's what matters. The rest, all the rest, is over. But my Lord and my Master, you are not going away any more. Is that right? And Jesus says, Isaac, I have the whole of Israel to evangelize. I am going. But if I cannot stay, you can always serve and follow me. Do you want to be my disciple, Isaac? And Isaac says, Oh, but I am not capable. And Jesus says, Can you avow who I am? Avow it against jeers and threats? And tell people that I called you and you came. Even if you did not want, says Isaac, I would avow all that. I would disobey you in that, Master. Forgive me for saying so. And Jesus smiles. You can see then that you are capable of becoming a disciple. Oh, says Elias, if that's all one has to do. I thought it was more difficult, that we had to go to school with the rabbis to learn how to serve you, the rabbi of rabbis. And to go to school at my age, the man, in fact, must be at least fifty years old. You have done your schooling already, Isaac, says Jesus. Me? No, says Isaac. Yes, you have, says Jesus. Have you not continued to believe and love, to respect and bless God and your neighbor? Not to be envious, not to wish for what belongs to other people, and even what was your own and you no longer possess, to speak only the truth, even if it should be harmful to you, not to associate with Satan committing sins? Have you not done all these things in the last thirty years of misfortunes? Yes, Master, answers Isaac. So you see, says Jesus, you have done your schooling. Go on doing so, and reveal to the world that I am in the world. There is nothing else to be done. I have already preached you, says Isaac. Lord Jesus, I preached you to the children who used to come when I arrived lame in this village, begging for bread and doing some work, such as shearing and dairy work, and the children used to come around my bed, when I got worse and I was paralyzed from my waist downwards. I spoke of you to the children of many years ago and to the children of present times, 
who are the sons of the previous ones. Children are good and they always believe. I told them of your birth, of the angels, of the star and the wise men, and of your mother. Oh, tell me, is she alive? She is alive, says Jesus, and she sends you her regards. She always spoke of you. Oh, if I could only see her, says Isaac. You will see her, says Jesus. You will come to my house one day. Mary will greet you, saying, My friend. Mary, yes, says Isaac. When you utter that name, it is like filling your mouth with honey. There is a woman in Judah. She is a woman now, and she had her fourth child not long ago. But once she was a little girl, one of my little friends, and she called her children Mary and Joseph, the first two. And as she dared not call the third one Jesus, she called him Emmanuel. And she is now thinking of the name to be given to her fourth child, born six days ago. Oh, when she hears that I am cured and that you are here, Sarah is good, and her husband Joachim is also so good, and their relatives, I owe them my life. They have always helped and sheltered me. And Jesus says, Let us go and ask them for hospitality during the hottest hours of the day, and to bless them for their charity. This way, Master, says Isaac. They follow the torrent of the river, then further south they depart from it and take a steep path, they come upon the house where Sarah and Joachim live. One can hear a lot of shouting. Isaac walks in front of them all. He goes in. He calls at the top of his voice for the children. Mary, Joseph, Emmanuel, where are you? Come to Jesus. Three little ones run, a girl about five years old, and two little boys, one who is four and one who is two. They are dumbfounded when they see the revived man. Then the little girl shouts, Isaac, Mommy, Isaac is here. A woman comes out of a room. Isaac, what is this? she says. But you are walking. What happened? The Savior, says Isaac. Oh, Sarah, he is here. He has come. Who? she asks. Jesus of Nazareth? Where is he? Over there, says Isaac, behind the walnut tree, and he wishes to know if you will receive him. And Sarah shouts, Joachim, mother, come here, all of you. The Messiah is here. Women, men, boys, little ones run out shouting and yelling. But when they see Jesus, tall and stately, they lose heart and become petrified. Peace to this house and to you all, the peace and blessing of God, says Jesus. He walks slowly, smiling towards the group. My friends, he says, will you give hospitality to the wayfarer? And he smiles even more. His smile overcomes all fears. The husband takes heart. Come in, Messiah, says Joachim. We have loved you before meeting you. We shall love you more after meeting you. The house is celebrating today for three reasons. For you, for Isaac, 
and for the circumcision of my third son. Bless him, Master. Woman, bring the baby. Come in, my Lord. They go into a room decorated for the feast. There are tables with food, carpets, and branches everywhere. Sarah comes back with a lovely newborn baby in her arms. She presents him to Jesus. May God always be with him, says Jesus. What is his name? No name yet, she says. This is Mary, this is Joseph, this is Emmanuel, but this one has no name yet. Jesus looks at the parents who are close to each other, and he smiles. Find a name if he is to be circumcised today. The parents cry out together, Yours, Lord, and the mother adds, But it is too holy. Jesus smiles and asks, When will he be circumcised? We are waiting today, she says. I will be present at the ceremony, says Jesus, and in the meantime I wish to thank you for what you have done for my Isaac. He no longer needs the help of good people, but good people still need God. You called your third son Emmanuel, which means God be with us. But you had God with you ever since you were charitable to my servant. May you be blessed. Your charity will be remembered in heaven and on earth. Is Isaac going away now? Is he leaving us? they ask. Is that upsetting you? asks the Lord. But Isaac must serve his master. He will still come, and so will I. In the meantime you will speak of the Messiah. There is so much to be said to convince the world. Jesus touches the little baby on his forehead with his beautiful fingers as if he wanted to consecrate him and says his name is Jesai. So I wanted to talk about this lesson a little bit and point out how Isaac without question, without wonder, without even thinking, responded immediately to the call of the Lord Jesus. When Jesus said, Isaac, come, I want to see you, he threw the blankets off of himself, took his paralyzed legs to the floor to stand up, and ran all the way to see Jesus. He ran with the faith and the love in his heart. He never questioned, he never asked, he never even thought. His faith was so strong for 30 years, 30 years of hardship, he never gave up his love of the Lord. And the Lord blessed him by curing his paralyzed legs and Isaac ran to Jesus. And I love this part of the life of Jesus because he never forgets any one of us. Any one of us who loves him and speaks of him and tries to spread his word throughout the world is blessed by him and never forgotten by him and rewarded by him in this life and in the next life and Isaac is a perfect example of that and I'm also very touched by the family who listened to Isaac's preaching of the Lord and loved the Lord so much without ever having met him and they named all four of their children after God, after Jesus' family, Mary, Joseph, Emmanuel, and Jezai. And it's very beautiful to know that people can hear the word of God and grow up to be virtuous and loving and faithful Christians 
and spread their love onto their families, their children, and the next generations. So I ask God to bless every one of you. I thank you for listening. I thank you for joining me. Go with God.